All right. I guess I am the only person in the world who played Sonic Frontiers. Um, I haven't played it yet, but only because <laughs> I don't have video game money right now. And what little video game money I do, I'm saving for the new Pokemon. I was about to say, Pokemon comes don't out tomorrow, it. Ro. Don't you say that. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. I ain't twisted. I know what's Are you going to get Scarlet or get Violent? <laughs> I'm gonna get I'm gonna get Violet because of uh, cryptocurrency daddy. Gang? Cryptocurrency <laughs> daddy, yes. Are you gonna get homophobic or queer? <laughs> Wait, which one is homophobic? Scarlet. Don't don't answer that. Just just start the episode and leave. (laughs) Well, according to the movie we watched this last week, (laughs) 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 all right. So just with the conversation on Pokemon and then (laughs) smoothly transitions into Agit Drop. (laughs) I dare you, Nato. Start it like that. (laughs) Speaking of getting homophobic. Actually, though, <laughs> speaking of getting homophobic, I'm Amelia, and tonight oh on the God. Gay Anarchist Yoga and Erotic <laughs> Cooking Association, Amelia. we are going to be talking Amelia. about the best Amelia. movie I've Amelia. ever seen in my life. Amelia. 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 You need to back up like your two mic. Feet off your mic. <laughs> Wait, what happened? <laughs> yeah, I think your mic may have switched or something because it just like went really loud oh okay did you you, like get super close to your mic or something i did i did i did i did all right is this a little better (laughs) yeah okay okay that's perfect (laughs) nato and i were both like "Ah!" hey hey, bro bro yeah bro yeah what bro what when Amelia starts talking again, we just start yelling her name again. No! <laughs> All right. It's an inside joke. Real gets it. <laughs> All right. Speaking of homophobia, I'm Amelia, and tonight on the Gay Anarchist Yoga and Erotic Cooking Association, we're going to be talking about what is arguably one of the worst movies that has ever been talked about on this podcast. You probably wouldn't even guess this, but we will be talking about the 2013 evangelical Christian movie, The Accidental Activist. Now, we've all heard of homophobes and transphobes and all those other kind of evangelical little activists, and tonight I'm joined by not one, not two, but three whole activists that have a very specific gripe with a very specific group of people. First up, you won't find them signing petitions, but you might find them shouting from the rooftops about the First Amendment. It's Christ. Hi, y'all. Yeah, so the petition that I have for y'all to sign today, and specifically Ted has already signed this petition, is the Mascot Exclusivity Act. It is an act that gives sports teams exclusive ownership over their mascot characters requires any mascot to be registered with the mascot controlling authority in order to be allowed to be worn in public. If the mascot is not registered 
then it cannot be worn in public. Mascot Union Wang. No. <laughs> the furries are out here protesting this act, saying it's violating their freedom to live as who they are. But I just firmly believe in my heart of hearts that mascots are something that should be held exclusively for sports teams. I mean, furries can do what they want inside, but we <laughs> have exclusive use of anima- uh, of anthropomorphic animals in the public space. <laughs> wow, guys, I thought, you were, I thought you were a communist. <laughs> <laughs> well, it looks like they wow. It looks like they forgot <laughs> all about their communist leanings. <laughs> on TikTok. Thank you. <laughs> all right. Coming up next, they can be found at the picket line uh in front of churches on Sunday morning shouting from the rooftops about how they love abortions. It's NATO. <laughs> Hello, my fellow havens. Are you ready to stick it to those libs? Oh, then yes. sign my petition that says that Sega Saturn was actually the best console out of the Sega Saturn, oh, PlayStation 1, and Nintendo 64. Do you like games like Bug and Bug 2, but it's spelled B-U-G-T-E-O-O exclamation point? Do you think that Nights into Dreams really justifies the entire well, actually, yeah, it does kind of justify the entire purchase of the Saturn Saturn. But do you want a bunch of just random ass sports games that just are very confusing to play nowadays, especially with controls that are not really made for 3D? Then sign my petition and stick it to those dang liberal ass Mario loving spaghetti people. I do have Mama Luigi. I do have to ask: Was Slime Rancher on the Sega? Because that is the best game that's ever been made. I will not be taking any questions it, at this time. Last but not least, you can probably find them as a write-in vote on your upcoming Pagosa Springs ballots. It's Ro. Ooh, hey everybody. <laughs> My name is Ro, and I did not get the message that we were supposed to switch political leanings for this bit. So <laughs> <laughs> I am here to present to you a very special petition that allows skateboarders full use of the sidewalks in front of small businesses. <laughs> That sounds like a communistic plot against hardworking Christian men. What's his name? What's his name from this Where's movie? The Ed? Who's, who's, who's the main guy in this movie? White boy? Uh, uh, Ted, Ted or uh, Mark or Danny or Ted, something? Ted, I don't know. Uh, Dave. No, Mark was last week. Uh, Ted, yes. Ted did sign this petition. He didn't know it was this petition that he was signing because the sign on the front of the table said, pro-life sign here (laughs) but it really was a petition to allow skateboarders to skateboard freely in front of the sidewalks of small businesses (laughs) well hooray to ted bro is an accidental conservative (laughs) 
Insert here. All right. Well, speaking of conservatives, this week our gay Eka friends watched a probably never going to be seen by anybody and definitely not a timeless classic called The Accidental Activist. Released in 2013, this is a movie that is available free on YouTube um, about a hard-working businessman named Ted. Ted is a strong Christian family man, and upon leaving an ice cream shop one day, he is presented with the moral conundrum. Does he sign a petition to stand up for a traditional marriage, or does he ignore it in favor of his gay friend? Unfortunately, he chooses to sign the petition, gets doxxed, and his business is run into the ground. Oops, spoiler alert. Um... All right. Uh, Let's not forget, though, that the gay agenda in this movie are supposed to be the bad guys. Um, So what what did we think about this movie? Um, (laughs) Amelia, what the fuck? What the fuck? Why did I have to sit through this? Out of the two gay Christian movies, you chose this one? So the good news is, this movie is only 58 minutes long. The bad news is, we had to watch all this 58 movie is minutes of this movie. Yes. We sat through 58 minutes of this movie so that y'all don't have to. Please don't. Um, I would, I would like to begin this open conversation portion of the podcast by stating that agitprop is defined as intentional, vigorous promulgation of ideas, especially through art or literature. This movie qualifies as agitprop, I think, more than anything I have ever seen in my life. And it was paid for in full by the American Family Association, which is designated as a homophobic organization. So I'm glad that I didn't have to. I'm glad I didn't have to spend money on this movie because if I did, I would have demanded a refund. Yes, I could have sworn yes. this was partially funded by Monopoly. <laughs> That's a joke. Why is right. that, Nato? <laughs> Because they play Monopoly very specifically in one of the scenes. I mean, to they like show it and everything. To be they like specifically call it like Target Place. To be fair, screwing over their gay best friend is absolutely something that Parker Brothers would probably do for legal reasons. That's a joke. Um, so (laughs) was that made by Parker Brothers? I'm sorry, I have Magic: The Gathering on the mind. Hasbro can suck my left and right nut. I mean, they keep on walking into one controversy after another with uh, fifth editions, so. (laughs) Remember Monopoly, like, Millennial Edition? I remember that. I am surprised there ever was a Monopoly Millennial Edition, because you know that all the properties in Monopoly Millennial Edition have either, like, tanked in value or have become so expensive that no millennial can afford them. You have to pay all your bank to buy one property. <laughs> no, you have to pay all your bank to rent one property for one month. You have to cry and uh, basically tell yourself it will go better one day. 
while inflation like rises. You uh, can tell we didn't like this races. movie because we're actively uh, avoiding <laughs> talking about it. <laughs> All right, okay. Let's get. So this is this is this is my this is my question, right? They don't very well like frame the protesters for the most part, except for one, as evil. I mean, is is right? he even really evil though? <laughs> I mean, quote unquote evil. Like he's just doing good business, you know. If if your opinion is backed by a bunch of people with money, isn't that like the the, the Republican capitalist All right, thing? So, is like, let your money. Talk? I think this is a great yeah. segue into a conversation <laughs> that we need to have when it comes to the GOP and the evangelical right, and how they view protests in general, especially when it comes to liberal things. Now, you will often hear them spout off about the free market and capitalism and how it's the greatest system in the whole wide world, right? Um, so for our listeners in this movie, the protagonist, quote unquote, Ted, owns a t-shirt printing, printing business. Quote unquote, probably... Ted? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Yes, quote unquote. <laughs> Allegedly, that's his name. Allegedly, that's Allegedly his name. Allegedly dead. <laughs> he, uh, he owns a t-shirt printing business where he probably prints t-shirts that have whimsical sayings like, Jesus, King of Kings, or something along those lines. Um, or, world's greatest bigot. <laughs> yes, world's greatest bigot. You know, all those nice uh, evangelical Christian t-shirts. Um, so, in the course of this protest and boycott of his business... Um, there is a gay organization that is leading these protests that offers the landowner or the property owner even more money in rent in order to buy out essentially the property that he runs his t-shirt business out of in order to headquarter their gay or organization there. That's the free market, baby. Mm-hmm. That's two capitalism at fast. work. <laughs> so, so two things real fast. They always complain, oh, they're like three months behind on rent. And, oh, you know, they're losing people. But, like, have you seen their house? Sounds like they should yeah. pull themselves uh-huh. up by their bootstraps a little harder. And also, like, they're just bad at t-shirts. I'm, I'm sorry. But, like, did you see their designs? <laughs> And, like, apparently they're making, they're not, like, actually, like, screen printing. They're just making them by hand, uh, which is asserted they by have some a, of the They scenes. have a sweatshop just, in like, the back where their children just sew t-shirts. It's 2013. Your business isn't online. How do you sustain a t-shirt shop in, like, a, you know, a, quote, a small town with a local gay newspaper? Especially when you, like, a small town with a gay newspaper. That means the town is the town is small enough that everybody knows each other, but also large enough that the gays need to be abreast on what the local news is. <laughs> With the Although, Enlightenment to be fair times. About, to, <laughs> to be fair about the newspaper, it does seem to, that the gays just took a regular newspaper and put a sticker over the title of it called Equality Times. So Is that not in fact what the gays <laughs> do with traditional marriage and gay marriage. Is that not, in fact, a metaphor? <laughs> like, put a sticker on it, you're like, surprise, it's mine now, bitch. Can't <laughs> have it anymore, it says gay on it. <laughs> just, just like, 
just like put your name like over it. It's like no, it's it's NATO's Burger King now. Okay, I am all just these really quickly have such a problem with the phrase "pull yourself up by the bootstraps." Physically, should be impossible, right? Have you ever tried? Have you ever tried sitting on a chair and then lifting yourself into midair? It's literally impossible to do. You need somebody to lift your bootstraps for you. Isn't that saying about like? Isn't that? Isn't it like a phrase about like getting like hanged? No, it was originally a phrase of this is an impossible thing. What you're asking me to do is literally impossible. And then capitalism was like, no, no, we're going to use this as an inspirational phrase. Oh, no. Did I accidentally Uh. do a correct joke? (laughs) Yeah, that is the actual (laughs) etymology of the phrase. Oh, I always, I always thought it was about like when you're hanging someone for them to not die, they have to like pull themselves up by their bootstraps. Mm-mm, no, in the Gilded Age in the 1880s and 90s, it literally meant uh, this is an impossible task. And then by the 30s, uh, capitalism had reclaimed it into a this is how you do it because you're a go-getter American. Capitalism did what they Well, that's what we did. think, but if you've seen... <laughs> Capitalism did what they always I, did and took something I, and spun yeah. it into their own bullshit. Hey, hey, Melody, do you do you know why capitalism is amazing? Um, Because of the free market? Because capitalism sucked my balls. <laughs> oh. oh, man. That's, that's the quality. Capitalism, <laughs> these nuts. <laughs> speaking face. of capitalism, <laughs> speaking of capitalism. Oh, good. I was. I thought you meant speaking of these. Balls. Well, this, this is the only segue that I. Oh, well, speaking of these balls, also, we need to talk, especially given the last couple of weeks, we need to talk about the GBF in this movie, Ronnie or Ron DeSantis or whatever the fuck his name was, um, oh, the coffee I mean, shop owner. <laughs> Now, How straight looking was that guy? <laughs> oh, like one hundred and ten percent actually a straight person. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Did you see his parking? That was pretty gay. I think. Mm. I think it, this is the appropriate time to bring up the fact that there is in the real world a specific type of cishet white gay that does, in fact, tend to have the very similar attitude to the gay best friend in this movie. We can see They're past our differences. Cabin Republicans. We can see past our <laughs> God differences. God damn it, that was my joke. At the end of the day, you're a good person. <laughs> I know you don't hate me personally or hate the gays, of course, right? You just don't think we have rights. should have rights. Um, Everybody that I ever knew like that. It's everybody that I ever knew like that. I had literally like mormon friends in high school that were very like hate the sin love the sinner types which is exactly what you're describing mm-hmm. is the idea hate the sin love the sinner and let me tell you every person that ever said to me hate the sin love the sinner has eventually come out to me as queer <laughs> <laughs> You know what? You know what? I'm just gonna go with it. Let's let's go with it. You know, if if you if you hate the sin but love the sinner, 
Let me blow you. Come on, <laughs> You're complicit now, motherfucker. Let me love you. Let's go. Come on. That being said, if you are gay and you are not like a flamboyant, like out, like lispy queen type, like that is not your fault. You do you. <laughs> We're not talking about you specifically. We're not talking about you specifically. Like, if you were were just quietly living your best gay life, then this conversation does not apply to you at all. (laughs) What were we talking? What's this week's topic again? We're talking about the gay best friend (laughs) in this movie. (laughs) Oh, right. Are are they even gay? That is I think this brings yeah, up... I, or, oh, sorry, go ahead. I think the thing that pissed me off the most about him is that he actively went out of his way to, like, poo-poo the guy who is running the protests, who, by the way, had the right idea. Like, <laughs> if you're gonna dox somebody, you might as well go, like, balls to the wall and, like, make signs and chant outside their place of business. Um, but like, we here at the he Gay Anarchist Yoga and Erotic Coding Association do not, uh, do not um, endorse doxing people for the... For legal, for legal reasons. reasons. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, like, he went out of his way to be like, he's just a straight, white, Christian, right-leaning, small business owner. I can't believe you're discriminating against him like this. I think what is, this is what a token straight gay like And I think I think this is indicative or this is indicative is not the right word. I think it's a similar argument you that you hear shop. from a lot of right wingers when you tell them for example that you won't eat at Chick-fil-A or you won't shop at Hobby Lobby um or that you won't buy bullet bourbon. You know, it, they have this I don't have any problem eat. not eating at Chick-fil-A, but for me, it's very much a proximity issue. Right, no, but so my point is that a lot of the time when people protest or boycott, um, protest by boycotting, a lot of the, the right-wingers will be like, oh, sp- stupid snowflakes like won't eat at XYZ establishment. They're, you know, affecting their business, blah, blah, blah. And it seems to crux on this whole idea that really, at the end of the day, why can't we just see past our differences? But I don't know. When it's just all why can't you see just why can't you just see past our differences? Like <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah, Amelia. No, but that's what I'm saying. So why can't you see past our differences? At the end of the day, the right wing in general. At the end of the day, just seeing past our differences doesn't work in this. <laughs> scenario or most of the scenarios that they're talking about because we're not just talking about differences in beliefs we're talking about human rights yeah when they go to their moral conclusion at the end of the movie when they're really trying to lay out their case and they're like uh the christian guy is like I didn't start this fight. You gays started this fight by demanding for your rights. This country was originally bigoted. And why did you have to go and stand up for your rights and start this fight? Everything was fine when you just allowed us to subjugate yourself, allowed us to subjugate you. I'm like, 
Can you literally listen to yourself right now? Like, why can't you just be happy living as second class citizens? Yes, this is literally his argument. It's literally not bothering me as a straight white small business owner who goes to church every Sunday. Like, you're not having rights doesn't affect me in the least. So I don't see why you're making a big deal out of it. That's the whole argument. They don't put any better argument forward in the entire movie. And, of course, the ominous scene at the end, uh, living in this, you know, 2020 of the pro-life protest uh, petition at the end, just like, oh, my God. We all knew they were targeting it, and, hey, look... Actually, I feel, you know what? I feel like I blinked me, on the end. You know what pissed me off the most about this movie? What is um, this? Tell the, us, Ro. This specific thesis: gay is not the new black. Um, straight. <laughs> Nobody has white, ever said right, that. Straight <laughs> white right wing small business owners are the new black. Oh, you know what jerks off Christians more than anything else is a good self-righteous persecution complex. <laughs> oh, I thought you were about to say fetishizing uh, minorities. Both of those No, things. even more than that, although they love to have their magic black person to come in and save the day. You had two in this movie. Oh, yeah. This movie oh was gosh. filled with magic black people who just could not wait to rush in and validate our straight, white, right-leaning Christian small business owner. <laughs> Quote-unquote Ted. <laughs> And it kind of infuriated me. Like, this, it's this false equivalency that because I'm being held accountable for my actions, what I'm experiencing is persecution. Whereas people who are actually being persecuted are never being held accountable for their actions. They're being held accountable for their identities. I think this brings up a great point about privilege. And how people with privilege perceive their own lives and their own persecution, non-existent persecution. To be very clear, uh, nobody in this podcast thinks that straight white Christian men are being persecuted at all. Um, I do. No, I'm just kidding. Please, (laughs) please don't clip that. (laughs) NATO's going to just cut a snippet of you saying that and then, like, slander your name. Um, (laughs) I always knew it, bro. Oh, man. But but I think this movie, if there's one overarching kind of flashing bright lights message that I personally got from this movie was the core of the miss the ignorance around oppression and privilege because it seems to me as if the people behind this movie who wrote this movie the people that are in this movie seem to think that either you are as oppressed as a black person during the Jim Crow era and slavery, or you have nothing to complain about. And in fact, you as the oppressed person are 
uh, quote unquote, oppressing a Christian person just over their own beliefs because they don't believe in gay marriage without having the introspection to realize that, in fact, they are the ones oppressing people because it's not about beliefs. It's about you imposing your beliefs on other people. And I think one of the, one of the things that goes along with that is this idea that as a person with privilege, uh, you should be able to express your First Amendment rights without fear of consequence for your actions. Consequences are not protected by the First Amendment. Like, yes. just because you yeah. say what you want doesn't mean that you are free of consequence. You know what is protected by the First Amendment, though? Actually, uh, I would like to completely de- disrail this uh, important conversation by saying something extremely racist. Wait, one second. Uh, let me say what... Why is everyone... <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, before you say that, before you, before you derail, you know what is protected, actually, okay. though, by the First Amendment? And this is going to shock all of us here at the Gay Anarchist Yoga and Erotic Cooking Association podcast because we are all famously very anti-politics, right? Um, it is, in fact, true that uh, picketing and protesting on public property is protected by the First Amendment. Uh, in other words, what Woo! what the, the oh Gay Association was I doing. You mean those free oh speech zones they set up outside of conventions are actually illegal according to the Constitution? <laughs> it's almost like picketing and but, protesting you know, like, it, are it, actually an expression of free speech. <laughs> it's also different because, like, they also stated that they had permission from the like the property owner. Uh, that they were having to pay rent to, to actually protest on the property. Yeah. So it's not like they were doing anything illegal either. They like actually got permission from the person who owns the property to protest there. So even if it was, even if it was public property, they had permission. What are you going to say? Like the owner of the property shouldn't be able to like hypothetically uh, allow people to be on it. Actually, if and, like <laughs> this gets into like a whole thing. <laughs> if there's any but, villain in this movie, it's the landlord because fuck a landlord. Yeah, fuck landlord. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, speaking well, of the landlord and racism, why is pretty much everyone in this movie brunette? You'd think they would. They would be blonde hair and blue eyes. You know. I think that would be too on the nose. <laughs> <laughs> also, child labor is okay when you're a Christian. I get it. As long you as know, they're making a shirt there. that says "World's Best Dad." <laughs> Look, I was gonna put bigot, but I didn't know what it meant. <laughs> That's my impression of that. Also, I would like to to give credit where credit is due. The eldest daughter totally acts. Like every Christian girl I knew in junior high. So, <laughs> bravo. Give her an Oscar. Um, you know, it's very, you know, one-act play Texas UIL thing oh, going on. definitely. Like, so, 1,000%. more acting. Oh, my God. Know, I'm having high school flashbacks. <laughs> you don't even know, Nato. <laughs> 
I, I was in one act play. What are you talking about? So was I. <laughs> I I was dead body number three. Were you were dead body number two? Yeah. No, I was narrator, and I only had one line every scene, and that was to introduce the scene and then fucking leave. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't cool enough to be in theater for UIL. I just did UIL for orchestra. Actually, you want to know something fucked up when we talk about, like, high school, like, drama programs? Not once in high school was I ever cast as anything other than the villain. So when we talk about queer coding villains on this podcast, it's literally what my high school is doing. I, I would they like to say that be, be about you. Besides Mel, who who fucking abandoned me sophomore year. Hi, Mel. I know you listen to this. Um. Uh, we love you, Mel. Uh, <laughs> why'd you, why'd you why'd you abandon me? Anyway, um, so <laughs> besides Mel, I was the only queer person in my school's theater program at the time, and I was coincidentally the only queer person my senior year in our theater program, and possibly the only person in the theater program's history to ever be kicked out of theater. So I would like to think that that is now a a bar that I've set for every queer person <laughs> in Texas in theater UIL to be kicked out of theater. Otherwise, you know, you're not you're not a gay echo. I have I don't to know, know why. This, but... <laughs> I have a deep and burning <laughs> desire to know why. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I, Okay. You don't uh, have to say it now. You can uh, say it later when we're not <laughs> recording, but I want to know. Okay, just to remind me later. <laughs> it's actually a really fun story, and it's kind of how I met Amelia. We can we can talk right. about it on a gay extra, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Anyway, back to this. Um. So, like, yeah, Ted's Ted's fucking awful at t-shirts. His business n- isn't making money under a capitalist society. He absolutely should lose that space to people who can actually bring in the revenue and are offering to do it. Like, this is under like the capitalist ideal. Like, they absolutely should be on the tie side of the activists who are absolutely offering like more <laughs> money to like grow business but no we're supposed no, to like they're bribing the landlord <laughs> like uh-huh. like republicans don't bribe the fuck out of each other <laughs> on a constant basis <laughs> i know ted and get are bribing the fuck out of each other every night it does right high five fucking giggity <laughs> I would just, but just like I blink tip. through the. It's not a bribe; it's a tip. Just, just tip. the tip. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but no, like I, I, I absolutely blink through the ending, and I was like, I was very confused, and I think like my notes are just like, why, what, Amelia, what, 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 Amelia, 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 why, <laughs> what? I didn't even Cause, like, bother taking it's notes on like, this movie because I was too. I didn't like, either. I tried to do it. <laughs> And then I'm like, no, I can't. <laughs> but no, like from from a story from a story perspective, like he makes the you know he makes the empowering speech, and then it just ends. Like there's no ramifications. You know, we don't see like the you know 
evil act, gay pride activist, like, get defeated or anything. He's just like, yeah, I'm proud of a like, traditional marriage. And then it just, like, fucking it just ends. ends. And it's just like... Oh, but no, it actually has a very <laughs> complex is the point. But it actually it feeds... Oh, sorry, go ahead, Kreith. Yeah, no, just in that ending was the perfect persecution complex ending they could have done. That was for their agitprop towards Christians, spot on perfection. And stand up for your beliefs and be the martyr who sacrifices everything because you believe in. Not only did I face no consequences, but I also (laughs) got to sign another petition purely out of spite. (laughs) I would just like to point out... skip down the road like a fucking Wizard of Oz. I would just like to point out that inadvertently, (laughs) this movie had a very happy ending. (laughs) If you're viewing it from a clear lens... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because the gays won. <laughs> Those evil, evil This gays. is true. <laughs> Those evil capitalist gays. Um, no, the capitalist God. gay hopefully will have his coffee business uh, run out for being a bad ally. Um, if you could even call him an ally. So, you know... <laughs> Ally. I'm just what, what imagining a capitalist TikTok? gay like sitting on Wall Street with a fucking cigar <laughs> smoking it and saying, geez, <laughs> I really wish this was a dick. <laughs> and this is my friend's and this is my friend Ged and he's an ally. Say hi, Ted. Ally. Or whatever. Ally. Um. <laughs> All right. No, circling, I say hello. I don't even... Circling back a little bit, because I Whatever. think Christ does bring up a very, very good and important point about the Christian persecution. Um, so... So persecuted. As, hashtag as NATO is well aware, I, I am in the process of writing a satirical <laughs> screenplay like Christian movies. So I've been watching a lot of these Christian movies. Um, pray for me, please. I need lots of alcohol to get through them. Um, anyways, that's not the point. The point is that this is an overarching theme in a lot of them, and it speaks to a greater kind of rhetoric and um, fear that is seeded and spread and sowed, whatever it is, um, into the greater consciousness of a lot of evangelical Christians in the United States. And that is this idea that there is like this big, deep uh, Christian persecution that's going on that the, the liberals, um, the public schools, the universities, the liberal elite, um, what other terms do they use to call the, you know, the gay agenda, all this other stuff really boils down to, they want to persecute Christians for their beliefs. It all goes back to the fucking gays are trying to recruit your children. And you know what? They're right. We are trying to recruit your children. (laughs) I just want to say, as somebody that used to coach uh, Gen Z and Gen Alpha kids in figure skating, uh, Gen Z and Gen Alpha is queer as fuck. Like most yeah, of those they don't kids need recruiting. are they recruited themselves. Yeah. Most of those kids are agender or like non-binary. They're queer. Like they they literally just have a completely like different 
a perspective and idea about gender and about sexuality, and it is amazing. Uh, and it wasn't the gay <laughs> agenda that did Almost that. Like you can't define sexuality or gender by binary terms and Gen Z and Gen Alpha have just been like, no, we completely reject these binaries and we're going to do our own thing. Yep, Yep, exactly. Good. Yeah, uh, the new gender binary is gender and no gender. (laughs) Yes, yes. That is the best gender binary that (laughs) (laughs) I I was going to say, as a person, as like a full-grown adult, arguably, who still works in high school theater, I can absolutely, um, I can absolutely um, uh, fucking, what's the word? this statement <laughs> it's it's true i can verify yeah but even on that binary i'm non-binary really <laughs> yes I, some of the time i'm like a gender and some of the time i'm like no i do have a bit of gender my <laughs> My gender can best be described as the George Clooney movie, Up in the Air, where I think I find a gender, and then George Clooney comes into my gender's place of work and fires it. My gender is Salty the Singing Song, but Sir the Missing because I'm still trying to find it, and a rat has stolen it. My gender is arrogant Bastard. <laughs> My gender is currently on that appointment. <laughs> oh, oh, actually, My gender um, is oh, shiny. Derailing segue. So, um, what the fuck is up with the graphic design in this? Not just Ted's, but also, like, you, you think that the Gay Pride Committee would have, like, better use of fonts. That's how you could tell that this movie didn't like... actually involve any gay people in the production. <laughs> oh, and they were trying to be subtle about making fun of the gay people. Like, there was that one point where they focus in on the protesters chanting, we hate, hate, we hate, hate, which is one of the things that Christians like to make fun of protesters uh, for saying. That is one I of wonder, the bullshit. I just, uh, bullshit. I just, I just, I, I will ever. I just, I would like to. I, I would say, like I to really ask. I really want that haters gonna hate T-shirt. I just, I really want to ask some of these conservative Christians how they think Jesus would feel about them making fun of somebody who's like legitimate gripe is that they want human rights and they don't want to be hated and judged for like who they love. Um, because I don't know what Bible they read growing up, but the one that I read, Jesus was pretty clear on the whole, don't judge other people, love everyone. Even those that are ostracized from society, uh, spoiler alert, the lepers are actually a metaphor. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah. yeah. But Amelia, <laughs> you we are true. not the Jesus, Jesus though, you know? <laughs> we are just waiting on Jesus to come back. We don't have to be like Jesus. Also, on that note, hey, Christian, let's just come come to the side with me. Hey, 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 um, hey, you really shitty Christian uh, 
screenwriters and producers, um, do you want to make fun of gay people? And do you want to give me a lot of money? <laughs> I, can, I can give you jokes. I can, I can give you fucking jokes to actually put in there, you know, that are funny and also just like, you know, actually make sense, you know, for the people you're targeting. I have no shame. I work for the government. So... And I, I, you know, I like to redistribute that money. So give me money so that I can redistribute it to people to fuck you over. Um, just, just putting that out there. Amelia is also Amelia, Roe, and Cryeth are probably also up for this as well. You know, if you want to hire them, yes, give uh, me over your money. They, <laughs> they are also available. You know, like um, we're all really funny. You could have. Hey, I'm, <laughs> that's the absolute truth. Yeah, Jesus and I currently aren't on speaking terms because all of my friends are getting Inchiritos from Taco Bell. And um, I live an hour away from the nearest Taco Bell, and Jesus won't go get me an Inchirito. Um, I live about an Probably hour because away his name from is the nearest Waterburger, and I still have not wa- gotten Waterburger, and that's why me and Jesus are not on speaking terms. Shut the fuck up. How of an ex-Texan can you even survive? I do not understand this. How what? Sorry, cry through True story? You know, tequila with cheese for breakfast. Or else I will die. Oh my god, I was I was in Durango the other day, and I caught Taco Bell for the first time in fucking months. It destroyed my gastrointestinal system, and I have no regret. Okay, okay, but but hold on, I have to I have to digress for a second. I have a really 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 important question about this movie that has been eating away at me since I watched it yesterday. It's, like, been heavy on my mind. Much like I enjoy eating the it's water been, burger. It's been, double it's water been burger. eating away at me like at the Taco rate. Eating, <laughs> it's been eating like away Taco at me. eats away at my gastrointestinal system. <laughs> it's been eating away at me in the same way I eat much a water like, burger that like I have Much like In-N-Out sucks at eating. Yes, much. <laughs> much in that way. I have a really serious question about this movie movie where the fuck much like capitalists eat my balls where the fuck can i go to get a goddamn coffee for three dollars and fifty cents because i have an unhealthy addiction to coffee and i'm paying like six dollars a day for a coffee from the coffee shop next door to my job so like wasn't he also getting like a biscuit or something like a pastry of some bagel yeah he's a plain bagel yeah amelia is the person Sorry. Is the person that runs the coffee shop next to you gay? No. Is that my problem? Do I need to find a gay okay, coffee, can, shop, can, coffee shop to get it? Yeah, you need, to, you need to make friends with a gay coffee shop owner and become best friends and swim with them and maybe be gay with each other. And so then they give you, like, you know, the friend discount. I think that's why it was the 350. Oh, it also oh, has to they, be. They totally do. It, it. also has because to be the year 2013. If it's yeah. not the year 2013, then you're SOL. Damn it. <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, I think. And you also can't go to those liberal coffee places. You know, you got to go to, like, the, the plain bagel coffee place. You have to go to gay right. capitalist coffee shop. <laughs> <laughs> can we make a coffee shop called gay capitalist coffee shop i kind of want that now i kind of do too 
the gay the log cabin. Wait, wait, no, no, I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. The log cabin coffee shop. The LCCS. No. I love that even better. No. <laughs> also, that would do really well in Denver as well. Probably, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> All right, y'all. I think I think it's time to wrap this up. Any other final thoughts, concerns, questions about this movie before we move on to our Oh, I have a lot of concerns, but we're pushing them <laughs> so they'll have to wait. <laughs> I would just, I, I would like to state for the record that bringing in veterans to the argument and trying to speak for veterans as someone who works with veterans a lot, d- don't do it. <laughs> Y'all, okay, as a side note, though, you should have seen my boyfriend, for for our listeners, my boyfriend is, in fact, a black man. Uh, You should have seen his face when Dorothy popped up on the screen. He was just sitting there with eyes wide, shaking his head like, what the fuck? Why have you done this to us, Dorothy? They got the the moo-moo and the curlers, and it is... Basically, just like the the racist nanny from Tom and Jerry. Basically, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, Amelia. We need some Whoopi Goldberg in here. All right, all right, Amelia, <laughs> take us home. All right, okay. all right, y'all. No, I think I've had something. Oh, sorry, to say. Craig, go. No, I did have. Something. All right, yeah. Um, so this movie was made in 2013. That means that the daughters are all at least in college, if not graduated from college at this point. One of them is married with at least two kids, and the other one is gay and cut off all communication with the parents. Oh, you fucking know it. Yeah. It's a tale as old as the 1950s. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, two of them are gay, and one of them is married with two kids. The youngest and one. Her son is trans. Christina. The, son youngest, is trans. You the youngest one is married with kids because she's the baby and she has the best relationship <sighs> with her parents. The oldest daughter was seeing through the bullshit in the movie as it was, so she's obviously gay. And yeah, the son is trans. Yeah, she's a bush lesbian. Um, yep. Yep. All right. So let's uh, let's wrap this up. Kreith, would you preach about this? The preach the good news about this movie to the general public, or would you rather condemn it to an eternity in hell? I don't. Their answer will their answer will shock you. (laughs) (laughs) And yet, I would cast every copy of this movie and every server that it is hosted on into the depths of non-existent hell in order for it to burn and never exist again. <laughs> right, you're Jewish. You don't have to believe in hell. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Gehenna was just literally the trash pit where they burned their refuse. And then Christians turned it into hell because Dante wanted to write fanfic about his lord and Virgil and wanted to have gay sex with Virgil. (laughs) Don't forget, recycling is important. 
Well, we all know we all know how uh, Jesus felt about <laughs> gay sex. Um, it was probably very positively. Um, all right, NATO, uh, let us have it. Would you uh, stand up on a pulpit and um, practice your First Amendment rights to tell people to watch this movie, or would you, in fact, uh, maybe even go to confession? to confess your sins of having to burn your eyes um, with this movie on the TV screen and uh, bleach them in order to forget you ever saw it. <laughs> hey, hey, Amelia. Yeah? Amelia. Amelia. I'd like, I'd like to confess something to you. Is it that you loved this movie secretly? Because I don't know if we can be friends <laughs> if that's it. <laughs> I'd like... I like to. I like to confess that capitalism sucks my balls. <laughs> uh, anyway, gay uh, anarchists. Are you telling her? Gay that, anarchists and, and actually Ned, famously I'm, love capitalism. So you know, <laughs> don't listen to NATO. I, I, I would like to say I found the commercials on the YouTube video for this more enjoyable and more coherent. Then the movie itself, and there was a commercial for the Church of Mormon. So, watch watch this movie on YouTube for the commercials, and and not for the movie itself. That's that's my recommendation. All right. Well, uh, we'll hear Mormon on this movie later. Hopefully, not. Um, ah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm you so know sorry, y'all. You did that on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> like some Mormon in my life. If you Mormon is the only Mormon I want is Mormon. <laughs> and finally, Ro, what's your verdict? Is it gonna be? Uh, I don't. I don't know any more Christian puns, y'all. I've been up so so long. What's today. my verdict? This movie is oh, guilty of war. Do you want? Wait, 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 w